Do you believe in your business and want it to grow quicker? Make more sales, scale the business? <laughs> yeah, me too. I just love helping women in business and I want your business to be the best it can possibly be. You can expect truthful accounts of the highs and lows of business, struggles, traumas, epic highlights and priceless moments. I'll be sharing how this busy mum scaled a business from a local class in a village hall to 60 franchisees internationally. So let's get started. I'm Charlie Day and you're listening to the Entrepreneurs Growth Club podcast. Before we start, I have to tell you about Hayley Merrick, Hormone Health Coach. She is the womb-wise woman, weaving two decades of clinical and natural health expertise to transform you from hormonal mess to hormone happiness, empowering you to release overwhelm, manage stress, and balance your hormones in a way that nourishes your mind, body, and soul. Providing 12-week coaching packages and online membership, visit loveyourcycles.co.uk for more details and to book your free trial session. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Entrepreneurs Growth Club podcast. I'm absolutely buzzing because I have got Nick Welsh with me today, and Nick is one of my founding members of the Entrepreneurs Business Lounge. Yeah, that's her accolade. She also runs Daisy First Aid, but she's here today to talk to me about something very exciting. So hello, Nick, and welcome. Hi, thanks for having us. Really excited to be here. So tell everybody a little bit about what it is you do and what it is you're going to add to the fold. Yeah, so I run Daisy First Aid Leeds up in Yorkshire because I know you've got people all over the country who listen to this um, and I've been running that a few years which is absolutely brilliant love me daisy family and um, but I'm also about to launch a subscription box for dogs and their mums which sounds a bit crazy but anyone who owns a dog Charlie's like oh my god I don't <laughs> get it because <laughs> you don't have a dog yet I've now made it my mission that you know, when you move house you can get a dog um yeah anyone who owns a dog knows a lot of mums even though they might love the kids they do really love the dogs as well so it's a box treats for the dogs and treats for the mums as well so let's just talk about this because I'm not really an animal person I didn't grow up with animals so I maybe don't like get the whole dog thing which I know a lot of people be listening to this getting really angry with me because people love their dogs like as much if not more as their as their children yeah obviously I wouldn't officially say that but yeah <laughs> if my yeah. girls then listen back to this in a few years time they're eight and four and they'll be like actually we always suspected that fact but <laughs> now it has been proven but yeah it's amazing, like one of my um, friends, school mum friends, she literally doesn't really particularly like dogs and then over lockdown has caved in and have got a puppy and I've said, I'll give you three months and your WhatsApp picture will change from you and your daughter to you and the dog. Less than two months, changes. And I'm like, welcome to my world. And everyone's got a dog over lockdown, haven't they? That's what yeah. happened everyone got yeah. a dog so <laughs> I just can't get my head around it um, I mean this must be the only time when I first said to you that I was doing this that I've ever heard you speechless <laughs> it was like 
okay. <laughs> At which point I was like, oh. And then I'm like, no, we're talking to doggy people. They're like, yeah, that's such a good idea. You yeah, everybody else on the call thought it was a great idea. I did think it was a good idea. I just can't get my head around <laughs> dogs. Um, <laughs> just dogs in general. But then literally the next day, I saw a dog wearing shoes and I changed my mind on it. And I was like, actually, I think I think you're on to a winner here, Nick. Cool. Oh, yeah. Well, me and you will be on that Disney cruise next year around the Caribbean. Like we said, we would. <laughs> yeah, we're going to go on a Disney cruise when your box hits, should we say, a thousand subscribers? Yeah, that's what I'm aiming for. Year one, thousand. Year one. Do it. Let's do it. Brilliant. So... Talk to me about how you got to this decision. So you've been a Daisy First Aid franchisee. You're absolutely loving life. You've decided yeah. to add something else into the mix. Why dogs? Why subscription boxes? Talk to me. Okay. So why dogs? Probably because I've got two dogs. I probably would have more of my husband letters. Because I'm like, oh my God, they're so cute. I'll have that one. And if we ever look at like dogs trust and things like that, going this person needs a home I'm like a bit like Paul O'Grady where he like wants to adopt every dog I'm like we'll just give them all homes um so yeah I am a crazy dog mum my children are well looked after as well by the way I don't just like <laughs> all my time with the dogs I do <laughs> I do spend a lot of my time with my children as well so yeah and then I think being part of Daisy is wonderful but I think taking to the next step is something that I own completely outright as well and then obviously going through courses with you and then links to other people. So like Lauren Prentice, who does the business box, seeing her and listening to her and things like that. I thought, yeah, this is something that could still fit around the children and the dogs, obviously. Um, <laughs> as well as just thinking, oh, my goodness, I'm just going to be shopping for dog treats and treats for me. And then give, letting them out to the world. What could possibly be better? I feel like actually now you mention it the subscription box as a business is the perfect thing for like a a shopaholic because you'll always have to be shopping for bits won't you yeah, exactly fantastic a lot and I think because of COVID yeah um a lot of people's attitudes now have changed to yeah we shop online we can actually get really good online um rather than it's all oh is it a bit what we're going to get online and all that kind of stuff um, so I think people's mindsets have changed as well. Do you think you as a dog owner has started treating your dog more or have the treats for the dog always been up there? Always been up there. <laughs> as soon as I started that question, I thought, I know where this is going. No, um, I think because I've got a border collie who's like six, coming up 16 years old. So she's sort of an old, if you think Nana from Peter Pan, that is what she is. And we recently we lost with old boy last year, so we've got a new puppy. So now we're back into the world of oh, we need to get toys that keep him occupied, so he doesn't like you know race around like a maniac twenty four hours in the day, despite going on a four mile walk. Um, so yeah, so I think that sort of opened my eyes a bit of oh, you can get these toys now and these toys now and all this kind of stuff. So yeah, are you the always person? <laughs> Who buys like Christmas presents and birthday presents for the dog? I think we both know the answer to that question. <laughs> yes, I do. Yes, I do. Obviously, dog friendly, not a big caterpillar cake, because obviously dogs aren't allowed chocolate. 
but my girls did put together some dog biscuits oh, is Murphy's first birthday a couple of weeks ago and put a little hat on them I should put that on Facebook <laughs> you definitely should, should. and they've already already got a cookie because she's a girl wears a big red bow at Christmas and Murphy's got his little Santa hat he's Jeff Black so that is going to really work with him so yeah you yeah it's so strange. You're going, oh my god, she is the mad dog lady. <laughs> uh, um, but I, I mean, the market for dogs has moved on massively because now you can get yeah. dog ice cream and puppuccinos and all this sort of stuff. So yeah. even as a non-dog lady myself, I can see that this product there's space for it in the market. Is there anything else that is similar or sort of competes with it? Yeah. I mean, there's a big one called Buster Box, which is all toys yeah. for dogs. They're based in Allenbrook of the UK. They have fantastic subscription boxes. Um, and again, I think it's all down like that mentality of what people want to do with the time now. They don't want to go shopping around pet stores, but they do want to give the dogs things that's going to enrich their lives. You're laughing. All that. It's true. <laughs> But you can get things like Tails.com is like a big dog food subscription to I get your dog food like delivered you, and things like that. I, I feel like a couple of weeks ago, I got a message from someone saying, Charlie, I really didn't have you down as a coffee lover. Like, it's just changed my thoughts on you, the fact that you're a coffee lover. And a couple of people messaged me that about one of the, I went on about coffee in one of my podcasts. But I yeah. feel like this is going to be another podcast where people sort of turn around and like, Oh, Charlie, you've yeah. put me off with your lack of love for dogs. Yeah. I'm a bit surprised I didn't know you like coffee because every time I see you on stories, you're like, got me coffee, I'm off to work. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They obviously don't follow me that closely, do they? <laughs> um, so talk to me about running your own business. Obviously, you've got two dogs, you've got two kids. How do you manage it? Uh, well, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not really sure, but I do get through it. I think now my youngest has started reception and she's in school five days a week. That is freed up a bit like you would early. It's probably freed up a lot of time to get stuff done. Although nine till three is a very short window. People think, oh, you've got loads of time. You blink and you're like, oh, I'm back to school now. Um, I was going to say that same thing. I honestly yeah. thought like my whole life would open up once Ernie was at school. But honestly, by the time you get back, have a coffee. <laughs> Someone's going to be home again. Walk the dog. Well, like, if you've got to go on a four-mile walk as well, you've well, got yeah. a chance. Have a stand that you've got to have another cup of tea when you come in, obviously, and a chocolate biscuit um, is your reward for doing that. Um, a little very good time to listen to your podcast on a dog walk. There you go. Silver lining. But I think probably a big thing that I do that I learned from you is like time blocking. So what do I need to do? Block tasks together. So you're in that mindset of, right, let's do my social media this morning for the rest of the week. What have I got booked in class-wise and stuff like that? Um, And just not putting pressure on yourself to do everything in a day. I think it's a big thing. Um, I used to do that all the time. I think, oh. I haven't got it done, but if you know you've got a plan, then you're like, it's okay. I've got time for that on Thursday. Gonna be fine. 
yeah we just do one thing a day to move our business forward and we'll definitely get there that's what it's yeah. all about and you know I think it's absolutely great the journey that you've been on because obviously I'm a franchisor and when I knew you when you came into my audience in the beginning it was you were a franchisee that was what you did and this is the thing that I love about franchising because it really bridges that gap between like wanting to own your own business but it being really scary to yeah. actually getting the confidence to go no actually do you know what I'd really like to run my own business um, and I'm also as you know massive fan of having multiple streams of revenue and and not been afraid to branch out into other things but I don't know how do you feel about that do you feel like slightly overwhelmed at the thought of adding another thing into the mix or are you excited or what do you think just really excited to get going probably you know running into it ask questions later but what the hell oh, you only live once don't you um better than perfect that's what I say yeah exactly and I know we see this all the time but definitely if you're passionate about something it doesn't feel like a job if you know what I mean because you just like love doing it you know um and I think multiple, having if COVID's taught us anything it's the importance of having multiple income streams yeah I teach first aid which is pretty hard in a pandemic especially when it's baby and children um so we went online which is great and I still offer, offer that because obviously there's still some people who prefer to just do it from home because I've got a little one it's will be in time when you if you first one um, but that's probably what I like about subscription boxes as well, that, you know, that can keep going. Hopefully we won't have another pandemic, such would. But that can keep going regardless of what happens and stuff like that. So, yeah, if you can get different income streams, I think you sort of higher benefit as well. Because at the end of the day, dogs and their mums will always need treats. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. We always need those treats when we come back and it's been chucking it down with rain and you're covered in mud and then you think, oh my goodness, I've got to go and do school pickup and then you turn up in your wellies and your coat's got paw prints all over it and you've got, always got poo bags in your pocket. It doesn't matter where I am. Um, so yeah, you've got to be you passionate about that. If to turn up to school like that, when I was 21, I did actually, I was a nanny. Um, when I left theatre school, I was I worked for a nanny for a bit. And this one family had a dog. So part of my role as the nanny was dog walking. And I did quite enjoy sort of the element of getting out and about. But these two dogs did used to annoy me during the day when I was just doing my nanny's job. <laughs> Retrospectively, I maybe wasn't the right nanny for them. But you I was going to say, this them. is coming out now mrs i'm not a dog person but i was a nanny to children with two dogs and part of my do job was walking the dogs <laughs> i didn't enjoy it though <laughs> well no i just enjoy like well i enjoy walking yeah it's nice isn't it to get out for a walk um what do you find the most challenging thing about running your own business oh wanting to do everything now is my biggest problem because I think, oh, I could do this, 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 and this. And then I'm like, oh, right, got to slow it down. I've only got six hours till I've got to do school pickup. Um, and then not getting disheartened when you're like, oh, I haven't achieved that this week. I want to be here and I'm only here. I think it's remembering to take just little steps forward every day. And you will get there. Um, 
but yeah, probably wanting to do everything now. And the other question that I want to ask you is obviously you've been a part of the Entrepreneurs Growth Club since the beginning, um, a part of the Entrepreneurs Business Lounge, which is my exclusive members area since the beginning. Yeah. Um, I think there was like 10 people in it month one and you were one of those 10 people. How much have you learned from being a part of that? What have you learned and how has that impacted your business? Gosh, how long have you got? Um, a while. <laughs> it's like that, a while. I'll edit these bits out. Um, <laughs> yeah, gosh, just so much. Like, you know, before I started my own business, I wasn't on social media at all because my previous life was in financial services. And the amount of, like, issues that people brought in from things on social media, it was like, oh, I'm not going there. So I knew, like, literally hardly anything. So at the beginning when I joined Entrepreneurs Growth Club. That was a big thing for me, learning like Facebook ads, how often you need to do it, the ideal customer, making sure your messages is all sort of to that ideal customer, have that person in mind, everything, time blocking. Yeah, and I just love it because obviously I'm still here. Probably like when you're in the Bahamas on your island, still going with it and I'll still be on these going, I'm still here, Charlie. You'll be, no, like, you'll be, you'll be on the Disney cruise, won't you? Coming to visit oh, me on my island in the Bahamas. Yeah, I'll give you a wave as I go That's past. That's yeah. the plan. But I just absolutely love like the people who I've worked with for such a long period of time that I've actually seen them on this journey, like come in yeah. and learn so much, but also growing in confidence and just yeah, well, I mean, I I will tell the everyone this story, but I saw Nick in London. Obviously, Nick's from Leeds, yeah. I'm from Essex, and we were both in London at the same time. We didn't know we were both in London at the same time. No. And uh, <laughs> totally Nick... random. <laughs> oh, I, I, we were in a park, and I just heard this Charlie. And obviously, <laughs> when you're in a park and your name's Charlie, you just presume they're talking to another three-year-old boy in the park and no this person persisted with the Charlie so I turned around and it was Nick and it was just so exciting yeah yeah and then we had the awkward bit of do you cuddle do you not cuddle yeah because I'm a big cuddler but you know oh, with you COVID do. you're like are you cuddling and it was like a little split second that when I called Charlie for about the third time and then you turned around just before you turned around I thought oh my god maybe she's like things I don't want to talk to you there was a split second where I thought, oh, my God, am she I like the same person in the group that you're like, oh, God, it's her again. But, yeah, that was totally random. And actually, we were going on the Peppa Pig afternoon tea bus that I'd seen you and Ernie go on. Oh, um, she's holding up her Peppa Pig got the cup, tea cup. So that was, like, really weird, really lovely, though, because yes. it was past with. And then... I said to him, I was like, that's Charlie. He's like, who's Charlie? I'm like, oh, for the 800th time, Dave. That's like, you know, the growth club. He's like, oh, right, right. He's like, I'm going to go say hello. And I was like, Charlie, Charlie. And I'm like, oh, God. Just want to talk to us. But no, that was amazing. That was total random coincidence. Yeah. And it's. 
that's like what been one of my favorite things about obviously I started the entrepreneurs growth club in the middle of the pandemic where we couldn't have seen each other even if we wanted to and all of these relationships and the whole community has been built up online but now having the opportunity to actually see people in the flesh I just love it when I came down for the mastermind day as well that was brilliant as well not obviously just seeing you and everyone else but it's like meeting other people who you sort of talk to in the group yeah. but you've never actually met online yeah and you're like oh yeah such and such and Cheryl and Davina that's what it's and- all about isn't it you know yeah. I always say this we we are just running our businesses by ourselves you know in our offices at home and the people that you surround yourself with have such a big impact on your business and how quickly you move it forward and how well you do everybody who's around you your husband your kids your mum your friends they're all having an impact so if we can also put ourselves around people who get it who get what it's like to be a small business owner and are great influencers and are positive and all those things that we are in the entrepreneurs growth club and the business lounge then it's just going to have a really positive impact on our businesses and what I love now is because obviously it's grown quite massively from when (laughs) it was us first tech um (laughs) I feel quite special I'm like yes I am I am a starting member a founder member but what's really nice is you can put like a message on there saying oh I'm stuck about it and there's loads of people who go oh well I've done I was stuck on that don't worry about it try this try that and you can get loads of different opinions on things from the vast knowledge that's in all those people's brains from what they've done Absolutely. Yeah. There's, it's like we can collate all our yeah. powers and, and get them yeah. to help each other out, which I love. Right, Nick, I've got three questions for you. Are okay. you ready? Yes. I feel like mastermind. Is it job related? <laughs> um, I want to know uh, a business book that you would recommend. I really love Get Rich Lucky Bitch. Which you I recommended. I literally read that in like two days. Um, really love that. Um, another one that isn't a business book, it's more an autobiography. And probably because I used to work in financial services is why I probably love, love it. But is that The Virgin Banker by Jane Ann Gadier? So she basically ran Virgin Money Bank. Um, and obviously coming from Newcastle originally, they took over Northern Rock. So it's obviously a tale I can relate to um but I really like her and what she stands for her high morals but things that I take away from her book was you know if you're stuck ask for help it doesn't matter how high up you are or how big your business is if you ask for help people will prefer you ask for help and they wouldn't help you and sort of taking people on that journey with you as well so I really like that book love it thank you and what about somebody who inspires you you obviously because you're just like energy 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 when I get up in the morning I'm like oh and then you're like on stories hiya got a coffee on my way and I'm like oh my god I'm still in my pajamas what's going on here um yeah I'd probably say Jane Angadia as well basically because she's worked in a male-dominated industry and managed to get to the top without you know losing her morals and very sort of tell it straight but again 
if you need help, ask for it. Look for the answers. Just because someone's telling you this is the way we've always done it doesn't mean that's the way we should do it. Yeah, I love that. And finally, what is a piece of advice that you would give to a fellow entrepreneur? I would say, don't worry about the small stuff. If something doesn't go right one day, it does not mean your business is going to fall down. It just means that that particular day, things haven't gone right. Just let it go and move on to the next thing. Because we all, it can be a bit of a roller coaster like that when you're running your business, really big highs, and then it was like, you're like, oh no, it's all going wrong. I've got no money. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So just keep going and have like your end goal in sight and work backwards from there. And don't let one or two days put you off. Um, and finally, Nick, where can people find you if they want to have a bit of Daisy First Aid in Leeds or they've got a dog and they're thinking, I like the sound of this dog, Mama. She's like me. Excellent. So you can find us at Daisy First Aid Leeds on any socials. And dog subscription box is going to be called Pooch and Mama. So you can find us at Pooch and Mama on Facebook and Instagram. And look out for the new website coming soon Woo! how exciting nick you have done so well like i'm so proud of everything that oh, you've achieved and you're gonna launch a subscription box and thank you for being such a great part of my journey as well oh thanks i wish you lived closer i know <laughs> we'd be meeting for tea all the time, time wouldn't we <laughs> yeah get no work done then <laughs> Thank you so much, Nick. I'll see you soon.